Welcome to Talking Business. In this series of podcasts, I hope to give you some ideas based on over 40 years working for various organizations in industry. In series one of Talking Business, we're going to look at your big project, avoiding the mistakes of others. This is the project that is going to change the face of your organization. Welcome to part 13, the review process. It is very important to have a proper review meeting after the implementation of your project. The review meeting needs to be long enough after go live to enable you to see the reality of what has happened and for you to understand the level of your success or failure. But it must not be so long after go live that you've forgotten the important details. Who needs to be at your review meeting? You need to have the members of the global team, the members of the regional team, the members of the local team, but you mustn't have any jufties. We don't want glory-seeking managers. You need truth-telling workers, people who will be able to recount their experiences so that others in future implementations can learn from them. It really is worth the expense of bringing them together. So not a teleconference, not a video conference, but actually an opportunity for the team to get together in one place and meet properly. Make sure that you understand the successes that you've had, what they were, importantly, why were they a success? And also the failures. What went wrong? Why did it go wrong? Don't look for the who, as that was you. If there was a failure and you're at the top of the organisation, It is your responsibility. That is what leadership is about. You give others the praise and you take the blame. The review meeting is a very important opportunity for you to improve. It is an opportunity to improve for one very simple reason. If you run it properly, if you listen to people, if you learn from it, improvements will be obvious. So document everything, no matter how painful it may be at that moment. Set the dates for the completion of every task. Agree the team that's going to complete every task. And set the date of further meetings to confirm that the tasks have been completed on time and properly. The tasks will need to be done by the chosen few by the agreed but realistic date. The review meeting is part of your learning process. From the review meeting, you need to understand the factors that made the successes of your project. You need to define how you're going to replicate the successes every time you have an implementation. You need to understand the causes of each and every failure and define how you're going to prevent the failures from ever happening again. And then you need to make sure that they don't happen. You need to make sure that the cures that you have put in place are robust enough to ensure that the failures will not be replicated. 
Learn from the failures and embed the successes. Only Jufties look for innocent scapegoats. Now let's think back on the series. You should, from time to time, refer to each of the talks I've given. You should, at each implementation, make sure that the implementation team listens to them. But here's a quick review. Do you remember, nearly six months ago, the A to Z of questions to ask, especially A for ability, B for best practice, C for customer, D for data, J for jufti, T for team, T for training as well, V for vanity, X for exceptions. Don't end up like many of the others that I've worked with, with a failure. Do you remember the messages about best practice? Your best practice program must precede any systems project that is being built to embed best practice. You must define best practice at the widest level of your organisation. You must understand the importance of your best practice team. You must remember that best practice is the future way of life and that everybody needs to understand the to-be processes. Remember the need for training in how to deliver best practice. Remember that the initial definition won't be the final definition because you will be refining as you go along. Remember you need to measure progress for best practice and if you do all of that you might just succeed. We talked about process mapping so that people understand the processes that the system is being built to deliver. Successful projects that I've worked with have had detailed process maps. The process maps have identified the difference between the today, i.e. before the system, and the to be, after best practice and the system. Remember that even a simple process is often more complex than most people think, especially when you get to the detailed level, and you need to get to the detailed level in everything that you do. The maps must include every option that your business offers. Doesn't matter how small or relatively unused the option is, if it exists, if it is in the system, it has to be in the process maps. Because don't forget, not only do the process maps enable your staff to understand the process, they enable IT to understand the processes for which they have to build the system. Ignoring process mapping is stupid. It's something that a jufti does. Remember your team. Your team is critical for the success of your project. The team will be made up of those that you can't do without in the business. The reason for this and the reason for the short-term pain is because you need the very best people. You need a plan for your team post-project. They are your key people for the future, so don't do what many businesses do and let them go once the project's in, because then you've lost your experts. A project manager is needed that will inspire the team to deliver and demolish the barriers that they find in their way. 
Remember to give the team the responsibility for making decisions. And remember that your role is to support your chosen team. Because the right team is your only hope of success. The detailed project scope that we talked about in episode 5. It's there to define the system that will deliver the best practice that you are implementing. It is to be based on the to-be process. It is important that you must involve the whole organisation at this stage because that will result in less change later. It must be the full definition. You cannot have a situation where people say, oh, we can leave that till later. You can't. The reason you can't is that it will cost you a lot more money and a lot more time and a lot more pain than if you define it properly now. Agree the scope across the organisation because that's your only way of preventing scope creep. Allowing changes later is a sign of feebleness. You need to have control. The project manager, the business control board and the team are there to control the project. Don't be weak. What is defined is the system that is going to be delivered. If people want changes later, you just tell them that they should have brought it up at the scope stage. If they understood their processes properly, they would have brought it up at the scope stage. If they're bringing it up now, they don't understand their processes, which means they don't understand their business, and therefore it's too late. Also, no experimental new system practices, new ways of working from IT or anything like that. We need a clear project with a clear definition and a clearly understood way of working. And remember, trust your team. In episode 7, we talked about listen. The fact that you must listen to what you're being told. You don't know everything. I don't know everything. No one knows everything. Local businesses must listen in order to understand what is being delivered. They must listen to the experiences of those who've gone before. Stop thinking of just yourself, of just your local business. Think of the total organisation. Look at what is being delivered. Look again at what is being delivered and listen on how to implement what is being delivered. Data. Data kills many projects because people often do not put enough effort into getting their data right. Improve the quality of every aspect of your data. There should be a defined data rulebook. Make sure that the data for each individual business meets the standards of that rulebook. Bad data costs you money. You'll have waste, such as mail shots you send out to people who don't exist. Image devaluation, when you get details for specific customers wrong. And inaccuracies, which cost you money such as invoices that don't get paid. Understand your data. Understand how every field is used. 
understand what can be loaded into the system. Enhance your data well before the data loads start. Test your data. Then test again and again and again because bad data kills projects and businesses. The build phase. Your business people may think that this is time to put their feet up. It isn't. IT do take the lead at this stage, but business input is essential the whole time if you're going to make sure that the system that you want is the system you get. The business must be involved in testing each stage of the IT build and it must be able to use the system. It must be able to understand how the system works. The build phase needs to keep to the agreed scope. It can be used to demonstrate the completed parts so that people can see it for real. And you should publicize progress across the business because that enables people to start to believe it's really going to happen. Don't forget the business team and ultimately you takes the blame for bad build. In episode 10, we talked about training. You must explain the why as well as the how, the keystrokes. You must explain the what has been built and why it has been built. You must assume no knowledge amongst those who are being trained. That way, everyone hears the truth, a single version of the truth. You need to keep people's attention. You need to make them want to go through the training. So it needs to be good. It needs to be interesting. It needs to be detailed. And then you need to test, 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 and test again until you are sure that everybody understands the training they have been through. And anyone who fails the test part of the training cannot be allowed to use the system for real. Also, where training material is being translated into another language, be very careful with those translations. Get those translations done by one translating organisation and then get them translated back into the original language by another organisation and see how close the translation back is to the original. You will then make the changes that are needed to make sure that the translation is in fact correct. Those who skimp on training are those who have the disasters. So remember, skimping on training is fatal. Testing. This is a critical part of the project. You need to allow plenty of time for testing and then probably some more. Remember that the purpose of testing is to break the system. It isn't to prove that the system works. It is to find every fault in the system and when the system has been broken it must be repaired properly and tested again. You need to use real end-to-end -end test scripts that are testing based on best practice and you need real data with real volumes of data. Testing also tests your training material because you will have trained your testers using the material and if they can't do things properly, that suggests that your training material isn't as good as it should be. Understand, document and correct every single error 
that you find. And to be honest, if testing overruns, this stage is so important that you should put back your go-live date. The justice bonus really is unimportant. And then we get to the moment of implementation or go-live. I remember on the first really big project I worked on, three of us sat down on the Friday night before implementation and said, well, we've done our best. Let's just hope that Monday goes well. We had done our best and Monday went very well. But this is the moment of truth. Even the best system implementations may uncover flaws. But to be honest, if it's a good implementation and it uncovers a few flaws, they will be minimal. They will be relatively unimportant. Whereas the worst implementations will uncover flaws and they'll be fatal. If you took shortcuts, if you didn't do everything I said in every episode of this series of podcasts, you'll have problems at this stage. Big problems. Learn from the cases that I have identified during my presentation on implementation. Don't celebrate too soon. If you do, your celebration could turn into a wake. I'd like to thank you for joining me on this series of podcasts over the last six months. I hope that you will find them useful for your next project. Talking Business is produced by the Mr. T Podcast Studio in association with SFRD Services Limited. I'll be back with another series of podcasts on a different topic in a few months' time. Thank you very much for listening.